Our opening segment today is sponsored by Ustop. Earn points that spend like cash with the kickback card, which could get you snacks and even gas available at all 24 Ustop locations. Hey, shout out to Mark Whitehead, the LIBA board chair who is in the house this morning. Uh, always appreciate Mark coming in and checking on us to make sure we're, uh, we're uh, managing things correctly. So uh, appreciate Mark stopping down. So if you want to join the conversation today, you can call or text at 402-464-5685. Listen on the 93.7 The Ticket app, theticketfm.com. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Allo Channel 961. We are statewide on Allo 961. Tell your friends all across the state to learn more about your local Lincoln businesses. Or you can come right down here to the studio, 1040 O Street. The coffee is hot at the mill today. And my coffee is extra hot with this awesome new coffee mug I got this morning. One of the benefits of uh, doing a radio show right there. So, uh, first of all, I just want to... Uh, uh, welcome Katie from EOS Worldwide to the show. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're excited to have you today. So let's just start out. We're just going to throw that softball out there and let you knock it out. Um, talk uh, talk to us about what is what exactly is EOS Worldwide? Absolutely. So Katie Cooster, EOS Worldwide stands, EOS stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System. And we're a simple set of practical tools that help you run a better business and live a better better life. Now, we're not a software. We are simple concepts packaged together that help you get better at three things we call vision, traction, and healthy. So vision's all about getting everyone in your organization 100% on the same page with where you're going and how you plan to get there. Traction's all about instilling discipline and accountability for your leaders so you can execute on that beautiful vision. And then healthy is all about making your leadership team 100% open and honest and cohesive as a leadership team. We find that as goes the leadership team, so goes the rest of the organization. You get everybody rowing in the same direction. You execute that vision. Great things happen. Awesome. That's awesome. So um, how did you become involved with EOS? It's it's a fun story. So you might as well. We got to share your story. Yeah. So I actually... Prior to doing what I do now, I spent 13 years at a local family-owned construction company and originally started in IT, loved it, but did not love fixing computers all day. And so <laughs> I was good with a spreadsheet and started to move over to the operations side. And in over the course of several years, found myself in operations roles and took over our divi- one of the divisions that we had that was IT managed service. And we were looking for more structure and read the book Traction, found it and started to implement it within our organization. For and those of you watching yes. right here, like that was like awesome. A great lead yeah, in. There you go. Here's the book right here. You can check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I'll even send you a free copy if you want one. Oh, yeah. Free books. Yeah. So we implemented in about 18 months. We saw great results and we were actually making great profit. And so the president of the organization sat down with me and said, hey, how do we do this company wide? And so we started implementing, uh, it's been now five years ago, and we hired an EOS implementer, which is what I do now. And we saw our organization just skyrocket. We were able to organize, we were able to communicate, we knew who was supposed to be doing what. We grew, we started right before COVID and We grew 125% in revenue. We added 150 employees 
and you added 150 employees. Yep. Yep. During COVID. Yep. Uh, about a hundred around about around 100 that time. during COVID. Yeah. Wow. Holy yeah. smokes. Yep. We had been doing it about six months when COVID hit. It was really interesting, and I and and I believe that the leaders at that company would agree. We probably wouldn't have survived COVID because we were struggling to have a plan before and stay on the same page. And then when COVID hit, we were six months into implementing EOS and we just slid into, Hey, we're going to meet every, every day. We're going to talk about what's going on. We're going to stay on task. And we moved through it really well. We were able to bring on a hundred people and they, we, we grew and it was, it was fantastic and, and continued to grow. They continue to grow now. They're actually even bigger now and, wow. and have a great leadership team. They, they do. And we might as well give them a shout out. Perfectly. <laughs> All fine. our friends at Kidwell, yes, uh, absolutely. Ryan and Shelly, I'm sure you're listening. So uh, shout out to them because that, I mean, COVID was a really difficult time for a lot of businesses. And the fact that you guys had this and you were headed into it, um, as you said, made a big difference. Yeah. So, um, so that, that's, uh, what I would say from a LIBA perspective, you're probably on the, they were on the bigger side of employers, uh, that we have as members. And so, uh, talk about how EOS can help b- different size businesses, right? I mean, it, a lot of LIBA businesses have five, 10, 15, 20 employees versus, you know, I think, Kidwell has 300 plus, maybe I they're, think it's a lot maybe they're pushing 500 now. now uh, so 400, 400, yes. but I mean, so there's a big difference, you know, mm-hmm. if you're working in a team of five or 10 versus 400. So talk about how EOS can be beneficial across the different sizes of business, I guess. Absolutely. So we say our target market's about 10 to 250 employees, but it absolutely works at all levels because the tools are simple. There's no rocket science in the book but it's how it's packaged and we break down your business into six key components that are figuring out your vision, getting a good solid plan on right people, right seats around people, figuring out your data, making sure you understand your numbers. What are your issues? Understanding, hey, what are the problems in our organization and how do we solve them for the long-term greater good? Getting our processes in place and then also seeing traction by having solid meetings, getting things done every 90 days. And so I find that some of my smaller business clients, it's just the structure of it. Because when you're wearing every hat in the business, you don't even know what day it is. Whereas- Have you been spying on me lately? (laughs) (laughs) No, just maybe maybe some personal experience. As a one-man band, it's like, whoa. Yeah. So it gives you a structure to know where to start what are the most important things that I should be focused on in a business? And so, you know, while I definitely think that there's tools and traction that work better when you have 10 employees, a leadership team, I run my business on EOS because it gives me the ability to know where are my numbers? What do I need to delegate next? When I'm able to hire somebody, it allows me to really set a vision for my business, but then know what's the most important thing to execute on. And that's what we see with, different sized clients, it's a fully customizable system to where they're at in the stage of their business. And and then I'm assuming that that as the business evolves, your 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 tools, your tips, your your uh, things that you can implement uh, make a difference as well, right? I mean it 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 will kind of go with them as you go from one to five to ten to 
on up, right? Absolutely. The way that the tools are designed is you're always thinking 18 months ahead. What are those people we need to add? What issues or what advantages or opportunities are going to come about as we scale to five employees, 10 employees, 15 employees? And we're talking about them and we're thinking ahead about them. So we can put a plan in place to make sure we're executing. Wow, that's awesome. Um, So are there certain types of businesses that uh, that I would say, I'll call it your wheelhouse, right? I mean, is, is it a service business? Is it a construction business? Is it hospitality? Like where, where do you think is, is like your wheelhouse? If we've got our listeners out there and they're interested, talk about kind of the different industries that might be really good or where you see a real benefit with EOS. Absolutely. So EOS is industry agnostic. It will work for any business because the tools are simple. They're not designed to be a specific industry. I personally have experience in the construction and trade industry, and I have a big passion for the trade industry, especially around the trade gap and labor and making sure that we have good employees as we move into the future. Um, So my experience tends to be in the construction and then IT space. I spent six years in that space. And so I, I tend to focus on those areas, but really I have clients in the financial services space. I have finan- I have clients in the ag space and all of the tools work for all of the industries. Awesome. So you had been uh, with your employer for quite a long time. Uh, you did IT and then you started doing the EOS implementation. I'm always interested in like, what was that moment? And before we started, I kind of told you about the moment where I was like, okay, I have to make a decision here and, and, and go and, and do. I already had my own business and it was doing some things and it wasn't a full-time thing, but then I had to make that decision. How did you come about that uh, uh, to become a business owner? And then we'll go into some of those questions after that. Oh, those are hard questions, especially knowing Ryan's listening. So <laughs> um, That's all right. Ryan will be nice. I, no, he won't. He's a decent guy <laughs> He's sometimes. He's a wonderful yeah. guy. No, I love Ryan. Yeah. So, um, you know, Ryan and I had chatted. We had gotten close and he knew that I was entrepreneurial and I wanted to do a lot of things. And I have two young kids and we had had a lot of conversations. And the cool thing about Kidwell and, and EOS is they truly want to improve the lives of their employees. And so with that, as I started to talk about, hey, I think I might want to go do this he really said, okay, what does that look like? What, you know, what does the transitionary time look like? What do you need? And so we talked through it. We actually worked through it as an issue <laughs> within EOS. And, and I was able to gracefully transition. And, and I, I think I left them in a good spot. Um, and really for me, it was, I wanted to be able to make an impact with more leadership teams. I wanted to do more things I wanted to be able to control my schedule a little more. My kids play baseball. Go Rebels. And Oh, boy. <laughs> and they were able. If your kids are playing baseball, your summer is, com- your life is about to get really insane here oh, in about it, the next. Oh, it already is. Four. It already well, is. it's going to get more insane. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we definitely, you know, we were able, my husband and I then were able to structure our time a little bit better. I could run them to the practices. I can run them to the games and the tournaments and all of those types of things. And and it allowed me to then focus on some of the stuff that I wanted to get done personally. So that's really where a lot of it was. And I just had this deep passion to help more people. And then, now you've been out on your own for about how long now? 
Um, it'll be a year in April. Oh my gosh. So you're just coming up on that one year anniversary. Yep. Talk about, um, because I think um, as business owners, we all sometimes just need therapy and talk about like, what were some of the trials and tribulations? Like how, and, and, and there's a little bit of fear factor, right? Like I know for me, it was like, um, and I, and I remember my wife and I were sitting there having a conversation. We were talking about the options ahead and, um, and it was like, you know, it was a great, it was an exciting opportunity. And, and she's like, you don't seem, you know, there's, what's the hesitation? And I'm like, this is a risk. Like, this is like, I'm a risk taker, but this is like three tiers higher of risk. Right. And, and what, when we were talking about it, she just looked at me and said, we're going to be okay. Do it. And so talk about some of those kind of working through that for you. I don't know if you had the same thing, but I did. I said, interesting. I had a very supportive spouse as well. And I tell a lot of people over the last, you know, nine plus months, I think the biggest thing I've gone through has been a therapy journey <laughs> of figuring out what I want, figuring out what's the best use of my time, figuring out what excites me, what I don't want to do and being comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think that's like the definition of entrepreneurship is you can start your day absolutely high and then like five minutes later you're low and then the day it comes back and then you're low again. Yeah. It, it's just, it changes every five minutes. It's like the old EKG machine is just going like up and down like this, right? A hundred percent. I can, I can be in tears and be super excited in the same hour. Absolutely. And so for me, you know, it was a financial concern. I had a really great job and I had a really great support system and all of those types of things, but knowing that I wanted to push for more and I wanted to see, and I wanted to believe in myself that I could do it. And so going through that, understanding that I needed to have confidence in myself, I needed to trust the system and use the tools to get what I wanted, but then also going through somewhat the grief of leaving a place that I loved, leaving people that I loved. I think also there is really financial fear. As you start a business, you don't have a steady paycheck. You don't know where the next client's going to come from. And that in and of itself, and then you doubt yourself. You're like, I'm never going to get another client. I, people don't even like me. Yeah, You, you know, wild, you, you yeah. tell yourself people don't even like you. So did you struggle? So this has been one thing that, that has been interesting for me over the last, I mean, and I've only been doing it a month, so. yep. 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 but like the structure of the day of my day has changed yep. so much. And it's like, it, it took me a little bit of time just to get into like, okay, what do I do? Like, you know, and yesterday I'm making the list. I'm like, here are the things that need to be done. And like, I'm going from here to the office today. Cause I got some things I need to take care of. Like when I know nobody's going to be coming in. And, and that's one of the things, um, like with Levi I could get derailed pretty quickly because the phone ring, the emails popping up like crazy and the people stop in or whatever. But, but now it's like, okay, I just need to dial in. And actually they were working on some, uh, updates on my office yesterday. So I had to sit in the conference room and just like, I forced myself into some things, but what were some of those kind of things like routine wise that, that you had to get into? Yeah. So worked in construction. So super early riser and it was always at work 6 30 in the morning everything like that well I started by working out of my house and nobody wants to talk to you at 6 30 in the morning 
Nobody. Correct. So it was really interesting to understand that I had to change my schedule, but I needed to develop a new schedule. I needed to figure out what were my top three priorities every single day. So it was a journey to go through because there was a point I stood in the middle of my living room like, I don't even know what's most important because in working in a large organization, you have people that are doing things. They're doing the accounting. They're doing the HR. They're doing the marketing and all of that stuff. It's you. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out, okay, is it important that I answer my accountant's question or post on social media or call that client or call that prospect or take that lunch? You have to figure all that out for yourself. And I'll say it took me three to four months to really figure that out and figure out that it might change every three months. <laughs> every well, three and, months. And it, it's interesting you say that because um, my business, I work and I'm involved with the legislature. And so, and the legislature is even like complicated because the first part of it is bill introduction. So that's 10 days. And then they go about four or five weeks or six weeks, whatever it is. And it's debate in the morning, hearing in the afternoon, and then they go all day debate. And so like the hearings, like yesterday, I'm like, okay, what are the hearings next week? Okay, here are the bills we need to be ready for. We need to start working testimony. And I mean, so it's like, you know, just the way it evolves so quickly is, is amazing. So yep. you got to stay agile. Uh, okay. So, uh, give us a, an example maybe, uh, and I think we got to wrap up here pretty quick, but, um, uh, we got about three minutes left, but let's give us a couple of examples of like some things where you've really helped the business kind of make a turn and like the, the joy of what you see in the business. Yeah. So one of the first clients that I worked with, one of their biggest problems was they were struggling to get their quotes back to their customer. So they had this huge competitive advantage to where they could get to their customer really quickly. And it gave them two to three extra weeks in quoting time over their competitor. But then they'd come back to the office after doing a walkthrough and they wouldn't get the quote out in those two to three weeks. And so we were able to use EOS, identify the issue, identify the process that would help resolve that. And I talked to them, they were 60 days into their journey and they were using the process. It wasn't always perfect, but they had put out five quotes and they'd already signed three of them because they had gotten them out in under two weeks. They were measuring that. So they knew when they were succeeding, when they were failing. And one of the biggest issues was they didn't have their crews booked. And so they were really concerned they were going to have to lay people off. Well, because they were able to get three of those five signed, they were booked for the next six months. And so it really helped them see immediate results and that, hey, if you trust the system, if you trust the process, if you measure this and hold yourself accountable, you get great results and your guys are booked out That's and you awesome. get revenue. That's really awesome. So um, let's talk about how can people find you? Absolutely. So I have a website, eosworldwide.com forward slash katie.cooster or... And that's K-O-E-S-T-E-R. And Katie is K-A-T-I-E. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Thank I, God for my fourth grade spelling teachers in Casper, Wyoming. They know they're not listening, but I'm going to give them a shout out anyway. Very good. So my email is kd.cooster at EOS Worldwide, or you can reach me on my cell phone, 402-335-8244. That's the best way. Text or call. 
I always love to talk to people, even if it's just you need some advice and you want to talk, you want to bounce an idea off of. I love to get coffee. I live most of my life off coffee. And shall we talk about yeah. the beautiful coffee mug that I'm holding up for everyone to uh, see? Katie does like coffee. So um, kind of wrapping up here, what are a couple tips you just want to throw out to, especially, you know, business owners that are kind of out there early or they're just frustrated and like, it just seems like we can't get over the hump. What what kind of like a recommendation would you give? Yeah, so two of them. The first would be to take a clarity break one hour a week. Go to a coffee shop, go somewhere that isn't your office or your home, take a blank white piece of paper, legal pad, whatever it is, shut your phone off and just sit for an hour. Let your brain release all the things you're worried about. Then you can put them in a list and you can prioritize and start to figure out what you need to tackle. Oh, I love it. A clarity break. Yep. What's number two? Number two. How are you going to top that? Because number one is pretty darn good. I know. I probably should have. Should have led with something else. That's okay. I'm sure this is good. Yeah. So. so then the second thing would be in that clarity break, think about what do you want from your business? What's your number one business goal? If you know what you want from your business, if you truly know your why, we can work from there. We can build a plan around that. That is awesome. So Katie Kuster. Uh, EOS Worldwide, Katie.Kooster, that's K-A-T-I-E dot K-O-E-S-T-E-R at EOSWorldwide.com, right? Yep. Uh, check her out. Um, really cool things. Um, I, I think she can really uh, do some great things for your business. Give her a call, uh, shoot her an email, check her out, um, visit with her, uh, come out, take her out for coffee and, and pick her brain. Uh, it'll be great for it. So, uh, Katie, thanks so much for coming on the Leba Business Hour today. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. We'll be back after this on 93.7 The Ticket.